Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hey guys, it's Shane from Now That I'm Older. I hope you're liking everything you're hearing on the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. If you are, go to rogan'shell.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you anything extra. It's not going to look any different. But every time you use that link, you're going to be helping out the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. So bookmark rogan'shell.com slash Amazon every time you need to buy something from Amazon. Thanks a lot. Powerful nerdcast hosted by your hostess of the mostesses. That's Corey and Christian. How are you guys doing today? Hey, internet. How you doing? Oh, we so, just got off a big weekend. Super Bowl Fifty. Big fucking Peyton Manning taking it for the Denver Broncos, and Cam Newton taking it up the pooper. <laughs> he uh, he just. You know, like, I'm not that into football, but I was like, you know what? This is kind of an exciting game. We got two, like, all-star quarterbacks going against each other. Peyton Manning's, like, last big game. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton is, like, like, he'd almost be good anywhere on the football field, but he just also happens to be a great quarterback, too. Uh, and, yeah, so it was an exciting game. And I, again, am not a football fan, but I watched that whole damn game. And, yeah. of course, I, I just tune in for the commercials, which we yeah. will, of course, talk about. Commercials, movie trailers. Yeah, all that good stuff. There's usually a few more uh, seconds of footage and some trailers we like. Mm -hmm. And there's always some hilarious ads that make you wonder, you know, like, what the hell were these guys smoking when they came up with this? <laughs> and why did someone pay so much money to make this, much less the $6 million it cost to air 30 seconds? So when you watch that stupid Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Baby. Just know someone paid $6 million to show you that. Puppy Monkey Baby. <laughs> lick, lick. I liked Puppy Monkey Baby. I did. Uh, but uh, anywho, before we get into all that Super Bowl stuff, uh, you guys probably noticed, we got no video today. I kind of messed up. I was out late last night hanging out with my brother, getting shit-faced, watching the Super Bowl. So I went home, went right to bed. I forgot to bring the camera. So we're going straight audio today. But still, use your creative imaginations as we talk about all of these ridiculous ads and these crazy trailers. Because there is a lot to talk about. Not just the game itself, which, you know, I don't think we can do the game justice. We're not sports broadcasters, you you know, we're very casual fans. Christian, you're a casual fan of the NFL. The 30, the 20, the 10. Oh, I don't know. I always hear him do that, you know. <laughs> that, that's how it goes down. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good game. I went into it, you know, just with not very much expectations. You know, I'm not a very big fan of the Panthers. Not a big fan of the Broncos. To me, either team could have won. I would have liked the Panthers to win just to mix things up a bit. But still, the Broncos deserved it. And it to Manning. And maybe like, the fuck you and your legacy. <laughs> <laughs> that would, in, in many ways, yeah, that's the thing. That's like the trade-off. It's like the Panthers, the underdogs, they could win. But then again, the legacy of Peyton Manning, it, you know, he didn't win the 50th Super Bowl, which, of course, he ended up doing that. And that's a really big deal for him. He He's, literally got a storybook ending to his mm -hmm. career if he decides to quit. If he decides to Retire, quit. Retire, actually. Uh, it's so hard to say. If I were him, I think this is just the perfect opportunity. I mean... You know, he can continue to do the Papa John shit. He could probably be a freaking NFL broadcaster at this point. You know, they could bring him into the ranks. The commercials alone he could do would be good enough to keep him happy for the rest of his life. Easy. Did you see how Papa John came out and was like, hey, man, good job. I was like, what the fuck is Papa John doing there? Papa John's on the <laughs> damn field right now. That's pretty crazy. I yeah. can't believe they allowed him on. That was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And I just thought uh, overall the game was interesting until the last half when you knew the Broncos were going to win. Oh, yeah. And uh, if uh, – Well, once they knocked that ball out of Newton's hands, it was But just... they did the exact same thing to Peyton in the, yeah. like, the, the, before they turned it over. So, you know, it's not like – that game was not won by quarterbacks. No, that and it wasn't was like won. it wasn't like a blowout either. Like it really wasn't until the last like five minutes where it's just like, oh shit, Denver's got it. 
It's all theirs. They all start shaking hands and kissing babies on, on the mm-hmm. sidelines, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, over. They, once they started passing out those uh, pre-made Super Bowl hats, it was, it, <laughs> it was and done. And throwing away the Panthers ones. <laughs> you know, they actually auction a lot of those off. Oh, the, the ones. The, yeah, they're kind of like the ultimate what-if collectible. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is if the Panthers had one. Um, a lot of them they do destroy and recycle, though. Okay, well, you know, I wouldn't mind you having one just mm-hmm. to wear it. I, we have a friend named Brian who really loves the Panthers. I'd love to just wear that in front of him and just mm. see what he, <laughs> he'd be like. What the <laughs> fuck, man? <laughs> Fucking Cam Newton's the shit. No, just let it bleed out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Only dreams now. Only mm. dreams now. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it was a it was a great game. And again, I'm not a football fan, but I mm-hmm. really enjoyed watching it. And uh, I thought the uh, uh, I didn't really understand how much of an athlete Cam Newton was. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell because you know you're really watching elite athletes that are all like gigantic human beings or extremely fast human beings. Like Cam Newton's, I think, uh, top speed this this uh, season when I was seeing some stats come up was like 20 miles an hour, which mm-hmm. is insanely fast because like. A dog runs like 20 miles an hour and like a dog's like way faster than a person you know so like uh it's pretty crazy to think that he's that fast and also when there was nothing on me he's like fuck it i'll just run it down the field you mm-hmm. know and he could handle it he could take the hits so mm-hmm. uh he took some big hits though yeah he did like that one towards the end of the game when they finally got like uh the ball taken away from them and he got put in the end zone and he's going for that pass and he missed it. And then he still got hit anyway. That like little like temper tantrum that he threw. Yeah. Like that was just, obviously he was contesting that he got hit late, but like, just, uh, you don't do that, man. You don't do that as a professional NFL player in the fucking Super Bowl. He was really letting his emotions get the best of him, which is, is unfortunately going to be what most people and what we are talking about right now. Like a lot of the press is just going to be like Cam Newton. Just he was just being a little baby at the end. He was walking away from interviews, you know, just and he did. He did thank paint or he did congratulate Peyton Manning on of the course. field. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Here's the thing. It's mm-hmm. an emotional moment. It is. It's incredibly emotional. And, and the world's watching you. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's hard to imagine what those NFL players go through. Because, I mean, even and, when we were younger, we, we played sports in, like, middle school and high school and stuff. And it's not even important. It's not that big a deal. But when you're you, in it. You still talk about that middle school game where you got a tie with the two, with the year. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like and that's that's the thing. Like that stuff it kinda sticks with you a little bit. Like I said, that shit's not even really important in the grand scheme of things, middle school, high school football, but like I still remember some moments like winning and losing and like when you win, it it's one of the greatest highs in the world just because you worked so hard for it. Yeah, I like remember in martial arts when I get a higher belt when mm-hmm. I pass like a belt test or mm-hmm. uh uh when I was in wrestling and I got first place in a uh, in a tournament, mm-hmm. it was like fucking. It was awkward though because mm-hmm. I ended up the first the last match ended up being another guy on my team, so I had to go against another guy on my team, mm-hmm. and he just so happened to also be the guy that was giving me a ride home, him and his parents, Ooh. and oh, so I beat oh. him. <laughs> oh, that hurts. It was a little awkward on the ride home. Thanks awkward. for the ride. Kicked your son's ass. Yeah. See you at practice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Man. But yeah, did, uh, y'all, did y'all still get Dairy Queen? Nah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think his parents got me an extra large to try to slow me down for the Ooh. next rat match. You know, they got <laughs> maybe me. next time, son. Christian, you enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but no, like winning and losing is a, a major thing. And also, I remember like we would do these things called wrestle offs, mm-hmm. where you would go if you don't know about wrestling. There's weight classes, so it's always like you're fighting someone supposedly equal to you in strength and size. Sometimes the strength thing was different, but like technically in size, they were the same. And we would do these things at practice where you'd wrestle off for a spot. And if you wanted a varsity spot, you had to go against the guy that held it last time. And if he beat everyone, he got to keep the spot. And if someone beat him, you would get the spot. Mm -hmm. So it never even mattered. There was no, oh, it's Christian's turn. You know, it's like, fuck you. It's the best guys getting that spot every mm-hmm. time. And I wrestled that guy every time and never beat him. Mm. And I remember one time I almost broke down crying because I wanted it so bad and I still couldn't beat him. But the guy, I swear to God, I don't know. He wasn't on steroids or anything, but he was just a gigantic human being that mm-hmm. also happened to weigh under 170 pounds, which I mm. could not believe. We always have that, like, whenever you're on a sports team or something, especially in high school, there's always that one Adonis that you just – you yeah. can't conquer. <laughs> you can't you, beat you that try. guy. You try. You get bigger than him. 
You get yeah. under him. You try every trick in the book, but he always ends up just pancaking your ass. There's just Daniel Stone Cipher. <laughs> you asshole. God, that guy is so strong, man. Every single time we would go toe to toe, he would just destroy me, man. Well, you also got to realize that you're dealing with people that are just uh, this is a thing that people don't like to say because it sounds bad, yeah. but are genetically superior as athletes. Yeah, than you, you know, he was genetically superior. Yeah, but he was the type <laughs> of dude like this is someone I grew up with. His name is Daniel. We always called him stony um like even in i think fifth grade he started to get facial hair like <laughs> like he, he was the first like the blossomer like this guy's a fucking beast and he also lived in the gym oh yeah he yeah, was a freak pretty much yeah. yeah and i mean just just built like a freaking mule the guy was just so powerful and i could never defeat him I would go up against people bigger than him and take them down. I'm like, all right, that means I should be able to take down <laughs> Daniel Stone Cipher. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you were you were pretty big into football in high school and stuff. Like oh, that was yeah. your world. I yeah, remember was... you used to tell me, oh, yeah, I work out on Fridays because you know <laughs> I want to get better. You Dude, know? I used to work out like four days a week, like sometimes two a days. Like I was in the best shape of my life in high school when I was playing. Football. Most of us were. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just the way it was. It's weird, too, because I'm such a hardcore nerd, but I was also really into football at the time, too. It was really fun. I remember having detailed conversations with you about how uh, you were just getting done with football practice and I was getting done with wrestling or something like that. And uh, you were telling me how you were excited about the new Godzilla fighting game coming out on uh, fucking N64. <laughs> But I was still a nerd, yeah. Yeah, you were like, oh, dude, I can't wait to go home and play that. Yeah, Godzilla destroy all monsters <laughs> melee on GameCube. GameCube, yeah, Hell yeah. yeah, I was like the only GameCube owner. <laughs> yeah, well, besides Smash, Smash. Nah, there were a couple people in our school who had a GameCube, but yeah, yeah. I, I was definitely the nerdy guy on the team, but I wasn't afraid to flaunt that either. And, you know, taking it back to uh, Cam Newton, I just feel like the guy's young. People mm -hmm. are like, okay, he's a young adult, though. Yeah. But He's 26. I, he's an adult. He is an adult. 25, I don't, I don't give but a shit. Anymore. I just feel like I'm a smarter person being 29 now mm -hmm. to what I was when I was 26 mm -hmm. or when I was 20. Yeah. Like, I was a fucking idiot when I was 20 yeah. versus now. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to hang out with my 20-year-old. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, you're kind of annoying. You're, you're kind, kind of, of annoying. Douche, you don't know anything about life. You've never had to support yourself. You don't get it, you mm -hmm. know? You're fucking pussy bitch. So, um, yeah, it just it's interesting because I'm just like, man – there's no way I could have handled that situation at 26. Uh, but also, he's been in front of the limelight for a long time. He's mm -hmm. been dealing with pressure for a long yeah. time. And to be honest, he his team and him went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Peyton Manning's team up until the end. Mm -hmm. And if he wouldn't have had that fumble early in the first half, I feel like they would have been it would have been a closer game to the end. Because mm -hmm. once they got that six-point lead, mm -hmm. like after the first quarter, they yeah. kind of kept it the whole time. Yeah. So... Yeah, but uh, uh, I again, I really enjoyed the game. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this, Corey. There's a uh, a law, a female law coming out. A female law. I'm conflicted. <laughs> I'm conflicted with this female law. I, it's weird that you say that. I could have sworn I saw an article earlier. They said there's going to be like a female Luffy or there something. There is, but too. it's not colored. Oh, thank God. I don't think I want to see that one. Uh, I'm conflicted. Good God. Luffy's like gummy gummy. I never no. thought I'd say this, but Luffy is stacked. Yeah, gummy gummy no titties. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Like titty bazooka. I don't know. You got to be kind of a special person to want to own a transgendered one piece statue. <laughs> like, where do you put that? In a in a dark corner where no one will see it. Because normal people don't know what that is. That no. that always weirds me out with like figures and stuff. Like mm. even normal figures, like. Like, if I had a pop culture figure, like a Robocop, that'd be cool because people mm -hmm. kind of know what that is. But, like, yeah. Goku even. But, like, as soon as you go past that, people don't know what the fuck. You just look like a weirdo. Yeah, you know? like, I guess. Especially if they got uh, uh, boobs, like big boobs. Yeah. Uh, you be I very don't, careful I'm about the I mean, big boob The, the farthest figures. I get to that is, uh, you know, in my anime room, I have a couple Gundam models, which most people look at those. Their first thing is, oh, it's a Transformer. It's not a fucking Transformer. <laughs> it, is, it is a mobile suit. It was okay. a mobile suit. It is a gunpla. Um, and, and the and the other things that I have, uh, I have the Ninja Turtles, uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello. I have them all out, out of their packages in cool poses, which um, I actually need to put them in new. I haven't changed their pose for like over a year. Um, oh, but, is that on your to do list? Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is, dude. It's like somewhere in the I, middle. I gotta, um, you know, update my gunpla. Dude, I do need to. I haven't updated my gunpla in two years. You're laughing. I'm fucking serious about this shit. I like building them. I built one. 
Yeah. And that's about it. That's as far as I you went. You built one Gundam model. And I got it. Yeah. And I was like, got that out of my system. Yeah. On to the next thing. I mean, I've, I've built about six at this point, but I haven't purchased one in a long time. I just, I they don't take have the time. They take forever. It depends on the one, but I mean, you could spend upwards of a week or more on uh, one model, depending on your time. But uh, I, I just, I don't have that time anymore, unfortunately. I'd love to, to build another one. Also, it's just it's a matter of space. you got to have somewhere to put this shit. So, speaking of the Super Bowl, what is the Super Bowl besides football, Corey? It's the fucking ads. It's the fucking ads. Yeah. So, there's a few categories. Obviously, there's your favorite ad. Mm-hmm. In my, I'm making this up right now. There's yeah. your favorite ad. There's one of the funniest ads. And mm-hmm. then there's, like, the inspirational sort of ads. Okay. Yeah. So, which one? Let's talk about our... Let's talk about the one that's maybe not the funny stuff, like the inspirational. Do you remember one of those that was... Like that really resonated I with you? I never remember inspirational commercials. Not even. Because they're, they're all the same and they're all like a dime a dozen. They are like a dime a dozen. I remember yeah. there being one that I thought was kind of inspirational that was good. Mm-hmm. The uh, the dog tested Subaru commercial I thought was kind of funny. The Ugh. dog driving the, the puppy around. I got diabetes watching that commercial. You did? Okay. Yeah. There's Wasn't the, that the one where the, 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 the I bomb think dog. A Labrador retriever or yeah. a golden retriever in the front seat and then his puppy's in the back. It falls asleep and it's all adorable and shit. Yeah, Ugh, that dog don't want to be in that seat, man. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The dog don't want to be there. Uh, what was the other one? The other one I really liked was uh, it was find the best you, or it was that one about how oh, if you don't have abs, at least you got that nose. And then it goes to the next guy, and it's like find the best you, or find mm-hmm. what makes you you. I thought that ad yeah, was really highlight good. your attributes. Yeah, highlight your attributes. It was good. It was a good ad. I like the message. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't have any other inspirational uh, ones that Puppy with Monkey you? Baby? No, no, I think that one goes under a different category. You don't like Puppy Monkey Baby. Okay, funniest. We'll go to that. Funniest. Okay. Puppy Monkey Baby? Uh, what, what enthralls you about that commercial yeah, so I, much? I don't know. And it's the, I hate liking it because it's the type of commercial, commercial that like, I don't usually like at all. But it was just, it caught me off guard. It was just one of those weird, like, that's a fucking pug with like a monkey body and a baby bottom. Yeah. And it's just, repeating puppy monkey baby and it's 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 just weird i can't get it's just it's catchy that's all it is and it's just strange and it's scaring the fuck out of people (laughs) like that's like every article about that commercial is just how it's like scaring people like they don't know how to take it or realize that it's just supposed to be surreal and funny like it's something that you would see on like adult swim almost or something that you would see yeah or uh, or maybe something that you would see that would go viral like online it just has kind of like that weird but vibe to it. it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't like it. I think that's what it was supposed to do, though, well, a little bit, the too. pug face, because pugs kind of have almost a monkey-looking face, so it's not like a distinct dog face, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, like, when you look at, like, a spider monkey or something, it kind of has the pug sort of face. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, it's just weird. And, and then the, uh, the three forms don't work together. The like, name does. Yeah. That's it. And it, it cuts well together in a 4-4 beat song where it has the maracas going, <laughs> Puppy monkey baby, <laughs> whatever it was, you know, like yeah. I get it. It's it's just it's just for Mountain Dew's, you know, get laid juice commercial. Like they've been doing it since the last Super Bowl, where they have something like really ridiculous going on, where all the furniture and things come to life and start dancing, and it, it's for their their Mountain. I forgot what it's called. It's like Mountain Dew juiced electric or something it's their new um i guess i would say energy slash hybrid juice drink you know because there's actually some five percent juice in i guess in there or it's, something it's go supposed... go get a real just go drink water or just go <laughs> suck it up and drink a red bull you yeah. know what are you doing trying to pretend it's kind of healthy maybe puppy monkey maybe you know it's like, <laughs> you forget about it with that weirdness yeah, yeah. okay I really liked the Drake T-Mobile commercial. Mm. Did you find that entertaining at all? It was okay. I thought Drake plays the hand dealt to him well because everyone made fun of him for that fucking dance and that mm. colored square that yeah. he did. And then they were like, you know, those guys are great. The uh, you know, actors. I still don't really get the humor behind his dance in that video. Like Even when they someone added lightsabers? I mean, I, <laughs> I know why that's funny. Like, you know, adding shit to it is funny, but I didn't really see that there was anything to make fun of, really. Mm, the hip-hop community tears people apart. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess if you do something kind of strange or abrasive or just something that, like, you don't know how to if react it to isn't it, like, over, turn it into a joke. If it isn't, like, I've heard uh, also people say when they play to, like, black crowds and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they don't give you a second chance. No? If you are not undeniably awesome, people mm. will say, 
fuck you. <laughs> you know, like it's, it takes a lot of momentum. And I feel like Greg's dancing just wasn't on point. It was just it like he was fucking half-assing that shit out there, you know. And it's like, <laughs> eh, no. You know, let someone add a tennis racket and have uh, Wii Sports going on in there, you know. <laughs> so I thought that that was funny. And those actors, that the redhead guy and the bald guy that plays Captain Obvious and some of those Travelocity commercials mm-hmm. being in there. I like those actors. Yeah. And uh, I liked the whole message, you know, they were like, mm-hmm. oh, could you also say some fle- fees may apply with that cellular device, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. I thought that whole ad was very funny. Yeah. Uh, I did not care about the Super Bowl baby chorus. No. Those were those fell flat. And, and again, this kind of goes back to <laughs> Puppy Monkey Baby. Um, babies are really popular for commercials. Um, they've always been that's been like, you know, make a baby talk, make a baby dance. It's just not that funny anymore. You know, I, I, got, I got nothing from that. Mm. No, Heinz ketchup commercial with the wiener dogs dressed up as wieners. You know, dog. I didn't even see that. You never saw that no, one. But I'm gonna have to look that up. I'll just I'm show a, you. Uh, I'm a dachshund guy. Anyway, oh my god, that's fucking. This adorable. is a live reaction to the Heinz commercial. That's... Uh, <laughs> so what are you seeing, Corey? Just to the audience, uh, just a pack of dachshunds running around in a uh, grassy field, and they all have hot dog <laughs> bun like outfits on. And yeah, because they're wiener dogs. I hate to say this, but it's melting my heart. Um, my last dog was a dachshund, so I love dachshunds. They're just, they're, <laughs> and then you got this, this family of Heinz tomato ketchup and, and the babies in a little packet. The babies is the baby selling it for you, Corey? This is disturbingly adorable. Uh, more so the dachshunds, just, there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> so that one was one. I would have loved to have seen them actually filming this. That would have been great. I wonder if they actually use that many dachshunds or if they, like, sort of composited them. I think they composited them in. Yeah. Oh, what do you think of the Reynoldsville commercial? Uh, it was okay. Are you already over Ryan Reynolds before yeah. he even begins? Is I mean, I'm, I don't want to – I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's a funny guy. Um, I just – I mean, what, what was the whole point of that commercial? Was that he was basically just everywhere? Or I forget, what, that, I forget what they were selling. Or yeah, That's the thing. Like, it's just, it's so dominated by Ryan Reynolds because he's fucking everywhere that you forget kind of like what it's about. Yeah. I, at first, I was like, how is this going to tie into Deadpool? Like, yeah, is he going to be in the end? Gonna be, is he just going to appear in costume at the end? Because that's like the only thing I care about with Ryan Reynolds at this point is Deadpool. And they did do a Super Bowl ad with him, thank God. Nothing too crazy and pretty much just stuff that we've seen before, which, you know, at the end of the day, commercials, the game itself. My favorite thing, of course, is the movie trailers that they show. And oh, yeah. some of them had some new material. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about those a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and start from the top with fucking X-Men Apocalypse. Um, because they showed a few new things in this trailer. One of which I'm still not sure how to feel about it. And I know that you're a little iffy on it, too. And that is Olivia Munn as Psylocke. Uh, not Give me your uh, your impression of seeing her in the trailer. Because this is the first time we have this real good shot of her like using Looking her powers. Looking superly bad CG. Yeah, and cutting through a car. And Look, it's not... Like Olivia Munn has a place in my heart. I'm going to be honest. She was hot. She did that that hot dog thing on Attack of the Show, where, and she mustered. <laughs> Whoa! Jump. That I don't know what you're talking about. That can be interpreted so many different ways. <laughs> that, did she eat hot dogs, or did that hot dog go somewhere? No, 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 no. It was not. It's not that. It wasn't. This is not Thailand, Corey. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, no, Thailand no. hot dog, <laughs> ping pong show. Not what you think. <laughs> So pop balloon off head, ping pong. And uh, so they got to take it to the next level in Thailand. Oh, we just offended so many people. Oh, no. Fuck it. Uh, it's a real place in this world. Yeah. Deal with it, people. So Olivia, uh, Munn. so Olivia Munn has a place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching Attack of the Show. Yeah. Thought her and uh, Kevin Pereira was funny as shit. Yeah. Great duo on they were TV. The, the glue that was basically holding that crumbling network apart. You know, I mean. Together, I think. Together, that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> sh- but damn, I don't. I think Olivia Munn transfers to superhero to me, like for some reason. Yeah. And the CG looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, it's so cool. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, it's not. It's not so cool. <laughs> Olivia Munn's stupid. And Michael Fassbender is a hella awesome actor. And even to compare her to him in the same movie is going to be a problem. Like, I just don't think it's that interesting. I mean, I think it's safe to say that in these X Men films, Fassbender and uh, McAvoy are the best actors. Like they just they yeah. they tear it up in and those they, they took the movies away from uh, who were the two guys that played those characters before Charles Xavier and uh, uh, it was Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. They set the bar high, yeah, and they handled it. And, they and these guys are doing well. a great job. So 
mixing Olivia Munn in there. Could you have just got some other good chick that's an actor and a badass? Because Olivia Munn to me is gone, is dead, and then her. You know, I, I was I was done with the whole Olivia Munn thing. It's uh-huh. just like after the whole like G four decided to quit and Attack of the Show was done, she wanted to expand a lot on her career, and this actually, believe it or not, is the second Marvel movie that she's appeared in. Oh, uh, she I was a she reporter, was in, in, yeah, yeah, she was a reporter in one of the Iron Man movies in a very short cameo. But that was about it. But she's also playing one of the most popular X-Men characters of all time. Really? I never, never heard of this who, character, to be completely it's, honest. It's, it's for the super comic book readers Okay, you're talking for hardcore um, fans. This yeah, is one but of their Psylocke favorite. is one of those characters who, like, really made her name in the early 90s. She's one of those... How do you spell that? Um, it's, it's P-S-Y... P-S-Y... L-O-C-K, and I believe an E, so Psylocke, <laughs> but Psylocke. And um, she was always a really popular character in the early 90s X-Men, which arguably I think that's when the series just really became a pop culture phenomenon at that point. The early 90s in the X-Men was just a big deal for the comics, the cartoon show. She even appeared, I believe, in the original 90s cartoon. And what's really great about Psylocke, especially when compared to a lot of the other X-Men characters from the live-action movies, is that she's in her costume. Like, Olivia Munn is in the Psylocke costume. The problem is, I don't see Psylocke. I see Olivia Munn cosplaying as a somewhat more, how do I put this, Amy Schumer-esque Psylocke? <laughs> That's the way I see what it What a as. dick move, man! Look, I'm not, I'm not a super thin guy myself. I'm not. I'll admit that. But fucking Psylocke is got the body of a greek goddess and olivia munn does not whoa, whoa. <laughs> olivia munn's hot bro I, I don't mean to get all dick oh, about don't it get either. me wrong if if fucking olivia munn came up to me and said bear my children i would fucking do it right there no questions asked and She's then again a just to make sure woman is she the best choice for psylocke i'm not so sure but, but i do commend their choice because psylocke is a character who in the comics does have asian origins mm-hmm. and they got Olivia Munn to play that character. So it's a push in the right direction to actually cast characters correctly, which I think is pretty good. Um, You found the hot dog clip, didn't you? I just typed in Olivia Munn hot dog Uh, and it came right up. See, Olivia Munn here looks so much better. Well, she was younger. She was, of course, younger. Um, This was probably, oh, this was fucking 10 years ago. That's why. This was a decade ago. Okay, so Kevin Pereira is, okay, I can see where this is going. So he's dipping a hot dog in some mustard, I guess. And she's going to probably, what, have to eat it? Probably. <laughs> like, like a fish going for bait. I can yeah. already see where this, this is You bad. see why this is burned into my prepubescent mind? Wow, this is mind. great. 83,000 views and still up on YouTube. The, the legacy of Olivia Munn lives You know that clip on. that I'd love to see from Kevin Pereira and I can't find it anywhere? And it was that one where he was in Japan shooting that airsoft gun. You know, and he was just like... Ah! <laughs> We'll never. No one knows what we're talking. You might about. be able to find it, man. Nah. Wow. Did you see it? Well, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't unsee that. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Now, keep in mind that chick is going to be opposite Michael Fassbender. That yeah. that's something you have to accept. Yeah. Um. That being said, her portrayal of her powers are correct. It's just I agree with you. I think the CG scene of her. Jumping and cutting through the car just looks a little iffy. It's like you might as well see the goddamn strings. You know? Yeah. It's like, ooh. You like, know, I it, see them keyframing her movement mm. and, like, <laughs> you know, just like, ooh. It could be better. But then again, the movie mm. is not out yet. This is, again, something they could potentially clean up as they get closer to the movie. And they needed to finally, like, show off a shot of Psylocke because yeah. she's one of the four fucking horsemen of the apocalypse. I get that. In the movie. And in all the other trailers, she's always been kind of in the background. So this is a, a big moment for her. This is a big moment for Olivia Munn. She's finally going to be starring as a big character. I feel bad for shitting on her. I just don't see her as a superhero and I hate to be a dick about it. But yeah. Like I said, I just remembered how hot she was beautiful watching woman. that hot dog I think clip. she's a great host. <laughs> I just don't think she's going to be able to pull off Psylocke, but uh make sure to uh bookmark that hot dog clip yeah yeah we'll watch that later or you yeah. will privately yes i'm not fucking gonna be around for that <laughs> and anywho uh, but there were only uh so many more new shots in the x-men apocalypse trailer i think it was oh, just no, no, no. there was a, the uh shot of yeah, uh of apocalypse uh, choking mystique yes yeah which i like that you said earlier that all you see is oscar isaac now. yeah now i just see oscar isaac in <laughs> blue makeup i do kind of see it a little bit more I'm now. like damn um but i am warming up to uh apocalypse's appearance a little bit more 
Um, yeah. Before I was a little apprehensive, but every time I see it now, I'm starting to actually see him a little bit more. And I like the fact that when he gets really pissed off, his eyes become like all deathly white and everything, mm-hmm. which is very apocalypse. I think that's really awesome. Um, and again, I just I love the uh, the dialogue that he has, especially that big famous line, the one that I was quoting at the uh, the beginning of the podcast, the whole like. Um, their world will fall and from the ashes we will build a better one and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That line is either directly from the comics or it's a line that they took from the 1990s X-Men cartoon because there is an episode from that original series where Apocalypse says that exact line. So I'm really interested if they took it from the cartoon or if they took it from the comics. Either way, that's pretty freaking awesome. And it's cool that there was like, when you really think about it, like, whoa, there was a line of dialogue like that in a fucking 90s cartoon for kids. That's pretty fucking awesome. That is kind of cool. <laughs> it is. That's pretty intense if you mm-hmm. think about it. That is very cool. Um, other Marvel movies, of course, they did Deadpool, but basically it was just more of what we've seen before. Um, the other big surprise, I think, was the Captain America trailer. Yes, we got a few new scenes. You got the Captain, you got, you got Iron Man stopping Bucky, shooting him with the Iron Man hand. Yeah, he he's about to get shot in the face. Yeah. Bucky's like in full assassinate Tony Stark mode in that trailer. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dark. damn intense. Not only that, but we get our very first shot of Ant-Man. Yes. And, he's just uh, standing there. Yeah, <laughs> just standing, of course. But uh, it looks like his helmet looks a little different, uh-huh. maybe slightly redesigned. I would assume they. I mean, they do it every movie with Iron Man's mm-hmm. uh, suit. So why wouldn't they do it with mm-hmm. a few of the other suits? You know, uh, that's still my most anticipated superhero movie this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd not like if someone said, "I'll show you that movie, but you can't watch X Men or uh, what else is coming out this year or Batman vs Superman or Suicide Squad." I wouldn't throw that one in. Mm-hmm. I still want to see that, mm-hmm. but uh, I I'd, I'd not see uh, Batman vs Superman. And uh, what was the other movie I just said? Um, anyway, point is, <laughs> if someone showed me a Captain America movie now, I just not watch the rest of the superhero movies this year. You wow, because I want to see that movie. That's a bold statement. I want to see that movie. Real I mean, bad. I am excited for it. Um, I love how coy they're still playing with a lot of it, though. Like, you know, I love that shot too of the the two sides opposing each other. Yeah, like they're clearly getting ready to have one hell of an epic battle. Another good shot of the Black Panther, a very close up shot. Uh, which I really appreciated, but I love that they finally included Ant-Man a little bit more in the marketing of it. I just, I, I just cannot wait to see Paul Rudd play off of some of these characters, especially Iron Man, and the fact that Iron Man's on the opposite team too. Just like, oh, that's going to be fantastic. And speaking of Ant-Man, I, how have we not talked about this ad? Probably because it feels so much like a scene from the MCU. Yes, there was a Coca-Cola ad with fucking Ant-Man and the Incredible Hulk, which. I don't even think really had, I mean, obviously Mark Ruffalo was not in it. He was clearly busy and they just used uh, the CG Hulk, the CG Hulk. And then you have uh, Ant-Man who I'm not sure if he was voiced by Paul Rudd or not. I think that's all it was. I think maybe that was him. Um, But the scene was crazy. Basically, it's just Ant-Man sneaking into Dr. Bruce Banner's office and stealing a Coke and jumping out the window, and then Hulk gets really pissed off, and then just jumps out, starts destroying everything. Everybody seems to be okay with this because it's a Coke ad. And then it all ends with Ant-Man eventually just giving the Coke right back to uh, the Hulk. But what's really interesting about this is that if you want to get technical about it, this is technically the first time that Ant-Man has, Ant-Man has like really interacted with a member of the Avengers aside from uh, Falcon. And it's in a fucking Coca-Cola ad. But I think it was a really well-done ad. It looked like a scene from the movies. You can tell that they it spent did. a lot of money on that one. And uh, I like the creativity, like when he gives the Coke to Hulk, how Hulk just starts drinking, but he takes like a small droplet and is able to drink Technically, it. that's like more Coke than he was going to get if he had. I know, it's kind of disgusting. Tiny. If you think about it, he had like a <laughs> drop of Coke the size of his head, mm-hmm. uh, which is much more than a can. You know, a little story about those Coke cans. Coke now makes mini Cokes, right? You yeah. know, like the whatever they are. And Coke has actually been killing it. They make a ton more money now because it costs less per ounce, you mm-hmm. know, because they sell them like, let's say they sell the tiny cans for like a dollar. Mm-hmm. And then remember, you used to buy big cans for a dollar. Now the big cans are like a dollar twenty five. So they're technically making more money because everyone's more health conscious now. So they're mm-hmm. like, I want a Coke, but I can't I can't justify a 240 calorie Coke right now. But mm-hmm. I can have a 90 calorie Coke. You know, so Coke is killing it with those tiny Cokes. Mm. And I think that's why they, they're making commercials about tiny Cokes, you know, and mm-hmm. Ant-Man and everything. Mm-hmm. So kind of cool. I thought that's interesting. I mean, it's some pretty good cross-marketing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
I thought it was interesting just seeing Ant-Man and Hulk together. Yeah. No, that was the best part about it because these characters have not interacted yet in the movies and this is technically the first time that happens if you want to count it as a part of the MCU. Yeah. I'm not really going to cuz I mean, do you really think that anybody would stand for the Hulk getting pissed off over a Coca-Cola? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe he's a big fan. <laughs> I guess. That would be like, oh, so that's where Bruce Banner has been. Just working randomly in a lab, protecting his Coca-Cola. It's just, take it for what it is. It's just, it was a fun ad. It was a really creative one. And uh, probably one of the more expensive ads oh, yeah. uh, that they probably aired during that entire uh, freaking game. What other superhero things were going on? Did I? Uh... Uh, I think there was a, a few things they did with uh, Batman versus Superman. Where oh, they yeah. Had, they had uh, the cross Gotham. promotional. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, they had these airline commercials. Um, I think it was a. Uh, oh, I forgot the airline. Let's name. say Vir- Virgin Airlines. Yeah, let's or just say that it sucks that the ad didn't work enough to for us to remember yeah. what airline. But we do remember that they had commercials for Gotham City and for Metropolis. Um, I think they painted Gotham City in too good of a light. That shitty's that city's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's shitty. Um, and then uh, Metropolis, Ooh, of course. They were selling Hondas on the Ryanville commercial, Ryan Reynolds commercial. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, his clones all over the place. What do you think? Oh, car commercials. I'm sorry. I'm totally taking over. They had three major car commercials. Mm. Or actually, like four. They had the Acura one, which was just the Acura NSX that was just getting flashed with different lights and mm-hmm. stuff. And then, like, panning over it and cool, like, speed ramping. Mm-hmm. Boring, though, in the sense, like, you barely get to see the car. Yeah. Then they got the Audi R8 commercial, which was that, uh, I guess it's Buzz Lightyear. So, so remember, who was that astronaut? Buzz Aldrin? Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Whoever the fuck I think, that is. I think Buzz Lightyear was named after Buzz Aldrin. I think that's a, that's the concept. Um, so, uh, and then you got the Honda Ridgeline, the new one, uh, which is cool because it has that speaker in the bed, which they were selling and all the sheep were singing uh, Queen or yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> and that was cool. And then you had... The Walkin Kia Optima commercial. <laughs> what <laughs> the bland? You know the guy had the bland suit on. Yeah. And then uh, he went back to his his uh, gigantic walk-in closet, which looked bigger than his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then it happened to have Christopher Walken in there, just yeah. talking to him about don't be bland, drive a Kia. I was like, ooh shit! I thought you were going with some other car. <laughs> 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 Fucking Kia, huh? Don't uh. be bland. He said, don't wear beige, and then he shows him a white car. I was like, shouldn't you put, like, a blue car? Yeah. White Something pretty- a little more oomph. Yeah, like, beige, white and beige are pretty close, bro, you know? like. <laughs> I mean, who cares? They got Christopher Walken. Yeah. That's really all you need. I wasn't very impressed. Mm. I liked the first half. And then there was that mini commercial where there are all these people looking artistic. Like, this is a gay car or something, and this is a this car. Do you remember that one? Yeah. This is a girl's car. This is a man's car. Slow car. I didn't really PC care. PC principal would not approve of that ad. What? Oh, what would you think of the Prius commercial? You know, the, the getaway and they got away. The 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 guys that robbed a bank and then they stole a Prius and ended up outrunning the cops because they had more gas. Like, the cops ran out of gas. Bullshit. I know. That commercial, I was just like, there's no way that would go down that way. No, it wouldn't. They'd just ram it. Exactly. If they were running out of gas, they'd be like, start ramming the car. Mm-hmm. And then they would. And then they'd stop it. And mm-hmm. if that didn't work, they'd just shoot them. Because they're cops. I mean, Prius has got to do what they do to sell a vehicle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Break the law with Prius. It's possible. What about the avocado commercial with the aliens? <sighs> That's the one everybody's been talking about this morning. Even, like, on my way to work this morning, I heard, uh, you know, radio stations talking about the commercial. It was okay. It was, um, right. it was a creative commercial. Again, like, a lot of creative stuff is just, I've become so desensitized to a lot of this stuff at this point. I did like that the alcohol commercials this year were pushing Don't Drink and Drive. Yeah. Remember that British lady one where she was sitting there mm-hmm. and she's like, if you drink and drive, you're a loser. I think it was hashtag give a damn. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You know, cause paint Manning's pushing some Budweiser too, by the end of the night, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Disney. Oh, sorry. I mean, I'm drinking Budweiser. Yep. Is the check still good? Am I still mm-hmm. getting that money guys? Okay, good. And the all new Bud, <laughs> Bud Light Apple. <laughs> Bud Light Apple. Uh, which they are desperately trying to push that shit. I don't think it's going to work. Is it, is it, I don't get it. Is it Bud Light with the taste of Apple, or is it a cider made by Bud Light? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And if it is a cider, I think I'll just stick with Woodchuck or mm. Angry Orchard. Better stuff. Yeah. Or Crispin yeah. is very good as well. I did like the alcohol commercial, which was TJ Miller and the Shock Top thing mm-hmm. going back and forth. He's like, what are you, an unemployed ski instructor? You know, he's <laughs> like, he's like, let me pitch you a movie. Loser walks into the bar. Happening now. Okay. <laughs> 
you know? <laughs> I thought that was pretty. TJ Miller's funny. Yeah, I can't wait to see both him and uh, you know Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. I think they're going to be like one of the best parts of the entire movie. It's just their interactions between each other. You look like a avocado fucked an older avocado. <laughs> you look like the inside of someone else's asshole. <laughs> Look like Freddy Krueger fucked a topography of <laughs> <laughs> Utah. Like I wonder how many of those. I wonder if like they just chose a good one and they used different ones for the trailers, or if there's just going to be like a five minute scene of T.J. Miller just making fun of Deadpool's face. Just yeah, that would be kind of fun. It's like every just constantly all these great insults. Now we talked about a lot of the ads. We talked a lot about a lot of the trailers. You want to know what my favorite one was though? Tell me. And I hate that it's my favorite too, but it's finally happening. The trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah. Out of the shadows. Now, the biggest thing about this movie before was that we were finally going to get live action versions of Bebop and Rocksteady, but the uh, the ante has officially been upped with this brand new trailer. We get our very first live action appearance of Krang, and they show him in fucking full in this trailer for a movie that doesn't come out until June. You could see Krang in his android robot body and then a small close-up of Krang's face. He's all pink. He's all nasty looking. And I can't believe it took like three decades for this to happen. I know. It's pretty ridiculous. Ugh, I freaking love it. I hate to say that I love it because I hated the first Ninja Turtles movie, the one made by Michael Bay. Like, it really really got under my skin like i left the theater like angry like livid not happy about what i saw and this is, one is, is tyler perry playing the uh, rhino tyler perry yeah tyler perry is not playing the rhino uh tyler perry is i'm rewatching be... the and it looked like a mad scientist which played by tyler perry yeah he, he's actually playing the character known as baxter stockman oh fly guy yes well th- that depends on what continuity you're looking at in the okay. original cartoon series Baxter Stockman transformed into a mutant fly, but Baxter Stockman is also a character from the original comics who appears in frickin' issue number two. Like, he's the second villain that they run into, and he's a mad scientist. His main stick is that he creates these robots, which are called Mausers. Oh, which I he always uses remember to, those. Uh, yeah. Originally, it's like his get-rich-quick scheme where he's going to create these robots that will eat rats in New York. Sounds like a perfect plan, but everybody rejects his plan for some reason, so he goes mad with power, and he decides that he's going to start robbing banks with these things, and the Ninja Turtles get involved. Um, he's also a mad scientist in that he creates a lot of, like, weapons and stuff for the Shredder and a lot of the other continuities. And that's mm-hmm. definitely what we're going to see here. He's going to be the one, like, who helps create, like, Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, Bebop and Rocksteady are... maybe he transforms into Medea. Maybe. Ah! <laughs> that would be... Maybe that's the post credit scene. Like, he comes out of an ooze chamber and he's just like, Oh, Lord! <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little too much. I don't know if they should do that. If they're smart, though, they will, like, you know, they'll end the movie with him getting partially transformed, and maybe he'll become, like, a fly towards the end of the film. There's already a ton of villains in the Help movie, Help me! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we already got Bebop, Rocksteady, The Shredder, Baxter Stockman, and Krang. We officially have the main villains from the original cartoon series, which, that's what this movie looks like it's trying to do. It's trying to basically be kind of like a revival of the classic 1987 TMNT cartoon series. And by bringing Krang into the mix, it just it makes it even better. Not only that, but we got a shot of the freaking Technodrome, which was basically the main base for Krang. Um, this one looks like it's going to be a new interpretation where it's this like giant floating ball spaceship. But um, like a lot of the previous trailers showed, like it can break apart into a ton of different pieces, and it's going to be able to fly around New York. It'll be able to basically break apart and come back together. And I can't wait to see what it's truly going to be capable of. I hope it has the big eyeball at the top. I think that would be really awesome. I'm just I'm I'm a really big TMNT fan, so to finally see Krang in a live action movie, like my inner seven year old is flipping the shit out. Will I pay to see the movie? That's a whole nother thing because as excited as I am to see Bebop and Rocksteady, I still think that the turtles look fugly as shit, and I still think that Megan Fox is a shitty choice as April O'Neil. Simple as that. Who would you like? As April O'Neil? Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. It's like... Who's that chick that played uh, the love interest, Emma Stone? Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. Um, From The Amazing Spider-Man? She could have done it. Of course she could have been a a way better April O'Neil. 
But the fact of the matter is, I just don't want these movies to focus on April O'Neil all that much. I want them to focus more on the fucking turtles themselves. Yeah. I mean, and, and I compl- this movie even still has fucking Casey Jones in it too. So like, this movie has a really big cast of characters, and it's only the uh, the first sequel to this movie, so they have a lot to do. But it also looks like this is a very tongue-in-cheek Ninja Turtles. Like, at first, I wanted it to be slightly more serious, like the 1990s version that I love so much and just mm-hmm. hold to such a high standard. But at the end of the day, this the is a movie... The 1990s comic book? Is that what you're saying? The comic book? Or, or, or no, the uh, the movie from 1990. Oh, you're talking about um, the live-action movie. Yeah, okay. which is a little more based on the uh, the comics. This one's kind of like a composite of, like, almost every version of the Ninja Turtles, but more leaning towards the the original cartoon, which was goofy as fuck. And I'm kind of okay with that. You know, if I were a kid, I'd probably love these movies. I'd be eating them up. And at the end of the day, these things were made to sell merchandise and action figures and to push the new TV show and all types of other stuff. But the live-action Krang looks awesome. I think he just really looks like, you know, a perfect combination of the classic version and the one that's currently seen in the uh, IDW comic series. Like, he has, like, a human-looking face. He has mechanical shit all over his body. Krang's right there in the stomach. So, it's all there. We just really need to see what they're going to do with the rest of it. And I can't wait to see who Krang is going to be voiced by, what he's going to sound like, because he's had many interpretations over the years. Sometimes Krang's been good. Sometimes he's been uh, evil. So, it's, it's really hard to say. But it definitely looks like he's going to be a big conqueror from either another planet or probably like the original cartoon from another dimension, otherwise known as Dimension X. So, freaking excited. My favorite thing about the Super Bowl was seeing Krang. Yep, I even made a fucking tweet about it. I was that excited about it. Uh, oh, man. Which I never do that type of shit. So, I mean, that shows like that, that Hashtag definitely Krang. had an effect on me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about kind of what it was like. Um, but I can't wait to see that. Um, like I said, though, I just don't know if I'm going to pay to see it in theaters or if I'll wait until later and find it somewhere else. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good film, hopefully. And I think it's moving. I don't in think the it's right... going to be a good film. Well, it's, it's moving in the right. <laughs> it's moving in the right direction. You know, Yeah, I mean, it's 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 making better decisions in the first. One, Before but... you know, it, you're going to like Michael Bay shit, Corey, and then you're going to be in trouble. <sighs> I don't know about that. Gonna, I just don't know. You're going to be in trouble, man, because mm. you're going to like the way it you're going to be cool with it. No, thank you. <laughs> no not happening no um uh what other ads i wanted to talk about the uh puppet monkey baby no no puppet monkey baby no you know it was awesome it was okay yeah <laughs> oh well i'm defoe uh. <laughs> <laughs> the snickers one uh, it's come a long way since Splatoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a testament that Snickers can still make those type of commercials and still make them funny. That format is not gone. Mm-mm. Um, and yeah, Willem Dafoe was a pretty good choice just because of how in- intense and strange of an actor he can be. And just, you can tell that he loves to... I, I think that Willem Dafoe likes to be as hammy as he possibly can. Because he comes off very serious. Yeah. So he's like, let's take that seriousness and put it in a obviously retarded situation, mm-hmm. you know, and see if it's funny. You know. And uh, he yeah. does it well. And then you got the dad from American Pie operating the fan underneath. You know, I forget that guy's name. <sighs> I always forget that guy's name, too. Yeah, but he's, he's Jim's fun. dad. Jim's dad, you know, <laughs> apple pie catcher. And uh, it's, it's funny. We'll, uh, we'll just tell your mom that uh, we, we ate it all. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh man, God. if you guys haven't seen American Pie, it's probably because you're too young. You've never seen it. Oh, and then there was the uh, TurboTax commercial where uh, Hannibal was selling TurboTax. He's like, no, I'd never sell out. Come here, little TurboTax.com. You know, and like, that one was funny to me. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, something about putting serious actors in stupid situations is always funny. Like, the uh, that, that really dumb... Uh, commercial about uh, Christ- Christoph White or Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. where he was selling that app game, you know, where he was yeah. reading a bedtime story to his obviously. How the fuck did Clash of Clans <laughs> get, Christoph- get Christoph Waltz? Like, did he owe someone some money? Uh, they probably did just he- have a ton of money. Some of these app things are just, they just turn. That, that game must be cleaning up if they got Christoph Waltz to like do those commercials because he's done a lot of them and they've been going for a couple of months. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, it's Christoph Waltz, you know, he, one he's the, become one of the biggest, like, respected actors over the last couple of years. 
I think he probably regrets not being in the Hateful Eight because he fucking made that dumb Bond movie instead. <laughs> Spectre? Yeah. Still never saw it. Me either. Because yeah. everyone says not good. I think it's already out on Blu-ray and DVD. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, What was it? Sky? Sky something? Skyfall? Skyfall is my yeah. favorite. I never even saw Skyfall. Really? Yeah. It's like the best looking uh, Bond movie out Ooh. there that they've ever made. And Daniel Craig just kills. Him. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not as good as that one scene from? You're about to the, make a joke. The I, Pierce Brosnan one where he, he skis off skis the, on the wave. No, it's 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 not as good as that, <laughs> but it's pretty good. <laughs> oh man, I wish man, we had cameras. That scene is crazy. It's it's very realistic. Anyway, uh, okay, let's wrap this bitch up. Okay. Yeah, you guys, so thank you for listening to our Super Bowl-themed podcast, even though it had very little to do with football, mostly yeah. the ads. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Cam Newton will come back from this loss. He of just course gonna, he will. Once he's done throwing a tantrum, he'll come back. Mm-hmm. So. He just needs to change his damn diapers. He's, he is the puppy monkey baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay, you guys, thank you for listening. And uh, if you enjoy this podcast, make sure and give it a thumbs up if you're watching it on YouTube. And if you are on iTunes, make sure to subscribe to it and leave us a rating on iTunes if you get a chance, because that helps our podcast rank higher in the iTunes searches. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if you get a chance uh, and Corey, you want to take us out? Of course. And uh, make sure you guys to uh, leave us your comments, your topic suggestions and uh, anything else you guys want us to talk about going into 2016. Um, I just want to go ahead and take a moment to thank our network that is Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel gives us the ability to speak our minds and they allow us to be ourselves, which is why we can pretty much say whatever the hell we want. So make sure to check out their other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you would like to help keep the network going, please head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. It doesn't cost you any extra and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Yes, so thank you guys so much for uh, listening or watching on YouTube. And until next time, the Powerful Nerdcast is out. Puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, boom! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus